Welcome to the Birmingham Vineyard Podcast. We hope you find it insightful and encouraging. If you want to find out more about us, head to our website, birminghamvineyard.com. All right. Hello. Hello. Happy Advent. How exciting. I I hope you like the decorations. They look great, don't they? We had some volunteers coming in on Thursday evening. And uh, yeah, big clap for them because they've done a good job, haven't they? Okay. So Advent is the time where we prepare for Christmas, isn't it? Where we prepare for the coming of Jesus. And here at Birmingham Vineyard, we like to kick off the festive season with a Christingle service. So a bit later on, we're going to make those Christingles uh, together. They look a bit like this, if you haven't seen one before. All right. So we're going to make one together. Awesome. Okay, so now we all know that Christmas is all about celebrating Jesus coming to our world as a baby. But it's also about gifts, isn't it? So for most of us, Christmas would not be done right without giving and receiving gifts of some kind. And part of the reason why we do that is because of an important part of the Christmas story. And we'll come to that in a bit. This Christmas time, we're thinking a lot about the theme of gifts. So I thought I'd ask some of you to share with us some of your favourite gifts. So I've got Rob and Zach and Constance who have brought some gifts with them and they're going to tell us about them. Okay, so could you guys come up and join me, please? Thank you so much. We have a round of applause to say come up. Yes. So I've got a few questions for them. Okay, so... We'll start with you, Rob. Okay, so what is the gift that you have brought with you? Can you show everyone? My B-I-B-L-E. Oh, Rob's brought his Bible. Okay, what do you like about your your Bible, Rob? Well, if ever I'm discouraged or need wisdom or need to know which way to go, I'm faced with a choice, I'm feeling fed up, I know I can go to my Bible and in there, I'll find the words of life. And um, God will give me a lift at that point. Awesome. So why, why, is it, I'm, I'm, why is that Bible special to you, Rob? Well, Wendy bought it for me. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. If you'd have asked me when I was about 11, it was a David Berglass conjuring set. But okay. And I was pestering everyone, doing tricks on them. You know, take a card. <laughs> Um, but that's gone the way of all flesh. Oh, I don't know where it's got to. Okay. Well, I'm glad you've still got your Bible, Rob. Okay, could you pass the microphone to Zach, please? All right. Thanks. Thanks, Rob. Okay. So, Zach, what have you brought with you today? Um, Can you show everyone? Thank you. Turn and face everyone. All right. What, what is it? Zach, into the microphone. Huh? What is it? It's a... Uh bunny teddy a bunny teddy awesome okay and what do you like about your bunny teddy (laughs) yeah what's his name milky milky oh why is milky special to you zach because i got him when he i was born wow that's special that's special thank you zach thanks for sharing do you want to pass the microphone along big round of applause for zach And this is Constance, who's getting a little bit of help from Dad. Okay, what have you got with you, Constance? Wednesday. Wednesday. Can you hold her, can you hold her up? All right. Okay, and what do you like about Wednesday? 
My friend bought her for me. Oh. Sixth birthday. Wow, that's so special. Thanks for sharing with us, Constance. All right, is that why it's special to you? Because your friend bought it to you. Awesome, thank you. Have you got someone else there as well? Oh, a teddy bear. Yeah. What do you like about your teddy bear? She's just special. She's just special. Yeah, just special. Some things are just special, aren't they? Thank you so much for sharing, Constance. Awesome. I'm going to put that there. No, I'm not. Okay, gifts are special, aren't they? Some people give love or receive love best through gifts. A gift can mean more to someone than a kind word or a hug sometimes. And they're rewarding for the giver and for the receiver. And you know what? We don't actually have to wait until a special occasion like Christmas or a birthday to receive gifts. There are actually gifts in every season of our lives if we know where to look for them. So, for example, our boiler temporarily broke a few weeks ago. I hear Andrew and Rosie's has broken this morning. So, where's the gift in that, huh? Well, we saved some money on heating. So, there we go. There's our gift. So, uh, or when it snows, and I mean, not, not the level of snow today, but when it snows so much that we can't get to school or work, where's the gift in that? We get to stay at home. Yeah, snow day. Yeah. Or maybe you don't get the job you want or the role in the school play, maybe. But a better one comes up out of that disappointment that suits you much better. Our failures, our mistakes, or just horrible circumstances can often be or lead to a gift, can't they? So why are we talking about gifts? Shouldn't I be talking about Jesus instead? As I said earlier, gifts are actually a really important part of the Christmas story, and they have a whole lot to do with Jesus. So before we explore that, we're going to look at our passage for today in the form of a video, okay? Uh, but it's Matthew 2, 1 to 11, if you would like to get it up in your Bible. Okay, so let's watch that video now. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in a region where the evil King Herod ruled. About the time of Jesus' birth, some wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem, asking King Herod, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was angered by what he heard. A king other than himself? In his own land? Herod called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, are one of the smallest towns in Judah, but from you will come one who will rule Israel for me. He comes from very old times, from days long ago. Then King Herod called the wise men back in for a private meeting. He told the wise men, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can worship him too. After listening to the king, the wise men left to follow the star. They arrived at the place where Jesus was, and going into the house they found the promised child and his mother Mary. They gave him offerings of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and were so overjoyed at the fulfillment of God's promise, they bowed before Jesus and worshipped him. That night in a dream, the wise men were warned about returning to King Herod 
he was plotting to kill Jesus. When they awoke, they departed and traveled back to their home country a different way. We go. Okay, so who gave Jesus gifts? Shout it out. The wise men, the wise men or the magi. Yeah, good job. Okay, so I've got some magi fun facts for you, okay? Maybe, some, maybe you might not know some of these. Okay, so the, number one, the magi were a group of religious professors, philosophers and scholars who were highly educated in many fields, including religion, astronomy and even astrology, which is why they were paying attention to the stars in the first place. They were not kings, despite the popular Christmas carol. Okay, number two, the Magi were a special class of priests in the Persian Empire, and Daniel, the vegetable-eating lion guy, if you remember him, (laughs) would have led uh, led them with a job that was given to him by King Nebuchadnezzar. Can you say King Nebuchadnezzar? Excellent, yeah. (laughs) So Daniel likely taught these Magi's predecessors, so the the Magi that came before the ones in our story, about the Old Testament prophecy that led them to Jesus. I didn't know that. And the last fact for you. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that there were three wise men. I know. There were several, but actually likely more than three. There were three gifts but probably a whole band of magi, or a caravan, that's what that's called, okay? So these magi were some pretty important people, and they gave some pretty awesome, but pretty weird gifts. Can anyone remember what the three gifts were? Shout them out. Gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Yes, you've got some good memories out there. Okay, so let's have a picture of some gold. Okay, gold was precious and expensive in the time that Jesus was born, and it has a similar high value today, doesn't it? In Jesus' time, gold was a way of showing off how much money and power you had, and it was often a sign that you were royal. So the Magi's gift of gold was likely a way of acknowledging that Jesus was born the King of Kings. It was also really expensive, so it showed that the Magi knew how important Jesus was, and their gift was an act of worship. It would have been an expensive sacrifice. Okay, the next one is frankincense. Frankincense is an expensive perfume, and it's made from trees in India and Arabia. It was so expensive that it wasn't really used to make people smell nice. It was more often used as incense which is something that's burned as an act of worship to God, a special smell to make us think of how special God is. So it wasn't your average air freshener or little Christmas candle. It pointed to Jesus's divinity, the fact that he was God coming to us in human form. So gold tells us that Jesus is king. Frankincense shows us that Jesus is God. What does myrrh show us? Hmm. Well, myrrh is another expensive perfume, but this one is often associated with death and burial. It was used to help make the body smell nice after someone had died. But that's a really weird thing to give to a baby, right? That's dark. But remember, all of these gifts have a hidden meaning, something that they reveal of who Jesus is and was. 
So the myrrh points to Jesus's humanity. He was fully human as well as being fully God. That means that he felt pain, joy, grief and sadness and knows what life on earth is actually like. It also means that he experienced death. Myrrh tells us of the significance of that death. Jesus was born so that he could die for us. So we've looked briefly at the gifts that Jesus was given by the Magi. We're going to be diving into those in more detail over the next few weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the banking start coming up now. I'm just wrapping up. But what does that mean for all of us? Do we all need to be buying each other frankincense for Christmas? No. No, exactly. While the Magi gave some gifts that tell us a lot about who Jesus is, Really, it was Jesus himself who came as a gift to us. John, Jesus' closest friend, worded it like this in his gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus' birth, death and resurrection are a gift to us from Father God. We have eternal life with him, no longer separated from him, able to have a relationship with our God because of the sacrifice of Jesus. And this gift is for everyone. It was expensive for Jesus. He had to suffer and die. But that meant that it's free to us. All we need to do is follow Jesus as king of our lives and come to him when we mess up and he will forgive us. We get to spend eternity, forever, with our creator, father and friend. And it's all a gift. A gift that we haven't earned or deserved. But God loves us enough to give it to us anyway. So because of the gift of Jesus, there's so much hope. We can know that when Jesus returns, he will make all things new and right again. That true justice will come, that pain and suffering will end, and that we will be with him forever. We can live lives full of joy and hope and peace now in the knowledge that it's all in God's hands. We can embrace each gift that comes our way, even if they don't always feel like gifts, because God has a plan in it. We're never alone because God is with us in Jesus. And what greater gift can there be than that? Okay, the, the band are going to play, play along as we, make, as we make some Chris Jingles. It's going to be nice. Okay. So, today we have talked about how gifts are special, how we can see, how gift, how we can see gifts in all areas of our lives, and how the Magi gave Jesus some pretty weird but wonderful gifts. And Jesus is the ultimate gift of Christmas. So, let's, let's just wait, because I'm going to take you through it, okay? And there's... there's I don't, I don't want, we've got to build it out, you know, we've got to really draw it out this morning, okay. So let's find out what a Christingle is first, okay. So the tradition began in the Moravian church in Germany in 1747. Can you say 1747? Whoa, that was really good. Okay, and the name probably comes from the German Christkindle, meaning little Christ child. Okay, and it came about as a way to explain why Jesus came at Christmas to children and was brought over to the UK by a guy called John Pensum in 1948 at Lincoln Cathedral. There you go, so that's a fun fact. 
and Christina services now happen every year across the UK and we love ours well I love it anyway okay Cap loves it too yes so let's get going okay so I know some of you will have done this before so if you have do help me out I'm gonna need all the help I can get okay so you should have your bags hello Joe That is, yes, that is a great suggestion, Joe. Okay, we can do that. Okay, let's, yes, I think that will be fine. Okay, so around the room, I have hidden some gifts that are gonna help us. Okay, so gift number one, can you stand up with your gift, please? Thank you so much, and could you unwrap your gift? What might the first thing we need for our Christingle be? Sorry, I did have to use a lot of tape because my wrapping was terrible. There we go. What have we got? Oh, okay, could you bring it up for me? Thank you. Okay, so what, what might this be in your bag? The orange, yes. Okay, so can anyone tell me what the orange might represent? The world, the world, great. So God created the world and everything in it, didn't he? And John 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Jesus was there with God in the beginning, creating the world and he's still with us now, holding the world, reigning over it as king, while still wanting a relationship with each one of us. So just like we hold the orange in our hands, God holds the world and has a plan in it. Okay, who has gift number two? Oh, okay, Anna has gift number two. Could you unwrap gift number two, please, Anna? What do we think it might be? long and thin oh I'd like to have a look what, what is it Anna some sticks yeah some skewers very exciting can I have some skewers please okay but yeah they look a bit like drumsticks really yeah okay so We've got, we've got some of these. Okay, and what might they represent? What might they represent? Hmm, the four seasons, I heard. Yes, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Okay, I, I like spring the best, I think. I like seeing uh, new life after winter, and my birthday's in spring as well. So, but the point is that each season brings with it joys and challenges, just like the seasons in our lives. And Jesus is with us in them all. And now we're going to find gift number three. I'm excited about gift number three. Where's gift number three? Gift number three over here. Okay, can we, can we open gift number three for me, please? Oh. In a Tupperware. What have we got? We've got some giant marshmallows. Ooh, giant ones. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. 
Now, we're going to have to wait to build them a little bit because we're having to change the order, all right? So sorry if it's a bit confusing. Okay, so these marshmallows remind us that God gives us good gifts in every season, even if they're challenging. So Jesus is inviting us towards him, even in the most difficult times. So you don't have giant marshmallows, but you do have Harry Bow, okay? So you can take your sweets and stick them on the end of your cocktail sticks. Okay, can you do that for me? And while you're doing that, maybe, where is gift number four? Where is gift number four? Ellie has gift number four at the back. Can you uh, take the lid off? What have you got in there, Ellie? Wow, some red tape. You guys have ribbon. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm going to take mine, but you guys have ribbon, okay? And Joe's very clever suggestion has said that if your ribbon is not long enough to tie, stick one of your cocktail sticks in overlapping your ribbon so that the ribbon stays, stays round. Dan, Dan has done a great job over there. Shout out. Okay, I'm gonna take mine. This is making a horrible noise. Um, any spare Harry bows? Have you eaten all yours? Oh, I'm sorry, Kat. There's some spare ones down there. Oh, okay. How are we getting on? How are we getting on? If you're having any, any, any trouble, see if there's someone around you who can help you. Okay, so I've got the red ribbon on mine. And does anyone know what the red ribbon represents? Jesus' blood? Yes, his love for us. Jesus was God's plan for the world, the gift that we desperately needed. He came so that one day there would be no more darkness of war, pain, and suffering. So this ribbon reminds us of what we heard earlier about God loving the world and sending his son to save us. So Jesus loves us so much that despite all of our sin, he died for us and wrapped the world in his love through his blood on the cross. Okay, so I'm going to catch up a bit now, I think. I'm going to stick some of these in here. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is going to look very weird, but that's okay. Have you guys not got one? Oh, you can... Yeah, there are lots more if you want to go out and get them. Yes, please, Joe. I'd like everyone to have the opportunity to make one. Joan hasn't got one down here. Here we go. Has anyone managed to not eat all their sweets yet? No? Oh, there's some great ones down there. Okay. I'm going to stick my marshmallows on. Okay. Who has gift number five? I think we've got something missing. Yeah, Adam has gift number five at the back. Okay, so Adam, could you open gift number five, please? What might it be? I've done this upside down. Excellent. Adam, could you take the uh, wrapping off that as well, please? Thank you. 
It wouldn't be a single service without it going slightly wrong for me, so I've done mine upside down. I'm just gonna. There we go. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Adam. I've now got sticky hands. You got sticky hands. We're almost done. Okay, but this is the most important bit of the Christine go. I'm, I'm gonna stop doing that, sorry. Okay. Gift number five. What have we got here? A candle. And what, what might the candle represent? Jesus. Yes. Jesus is the light of the world, the light of all people. I don't know if this is gonna work. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can you show me your Christingles? Yay! We've got some great ones. Thanks, guys. Okay, so that candle shows to us that we can choose to embrace Jesus' gift of light, to step out of the darkness. He's the light of the whole world, and we can carry his light wherever we go, taking the good news of Jesus with us. Okay, so have you got your candles and your Christingles? Good job. Okay, so we're going to do a quick recap. So, what have we got? The orange, what does the orange represent? The world, yes. We've got the sticks, what do they represent? Seasons. Seasons, good job. Okay, sweets. What are they? The gifts in every season, yeah. The, the ribbon or the, or the tape? Jesus' blood and the candle. Okay. And the great news is the gift of Jesus is for everyone. And we get the privilege of sharing him with the people around us. So I'd love it if you could take your Christingle home with you today and light it. And once you've done that, reflect on the gift that Jesus is to you and how you might like to share that amazing gift with the people around you. And it could be inviting someone to the carol services next week. Okay, so we're going to have a really short, quiet moment now. Okay, so if we could be quiet. And everyone that's got a Christingle, could you hold it in both hands for me? Okay. And I'd like you to look at your Christingle and tell God in your head, or whisper it, tell God which is your favourite part of your Christingle and why. Okay, just spend some time doing that quick. Okay, Jesus loves it when we chat to him, okay. And so now we're going to ask God how we might share the gift of Jesus with the people around us this week. So this might be inviting them to the carol service next week or inviting them over for dinner, blessing them with a gift, helping them with some DIY or writing them a card maybe. So ask God now how you might share the gift of Jesus with the people around you this week. An idea might pop into your head. Or a person, maybe. Jesus, thank you that you are the light of our world. And thank you that we get to carry your light with us wherever we go. Would you give us the courage this week to share some of that light with the people around us? Thank you that you're with us and you're, you're going to go before us and you'll be there with us throughout it. Amen. We hope you enjoyed the talk and found it helpful. We'd love to welcome you to one of our gatherings. We meet in multiple locations at multiple times on Sundays, as well as in midweek small groups across the city. 
More information on all of these can be found at our website, birminghamvineyard.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and God bless.